Hello everyone, everywhere, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode with your girl Jelly. I got something that I want to share with you and I can guarantee you by the time that you hear this episode and then by the time that you're finished, you're going to start looking at things a little bit differently when you start sitting at the table in a group setting, when you're with your family, you're going to start being more observant. I want to highlight the particular person that's at the table that most people misunderstand or they think that's antisocial or they feel they're disinterested in the conversation. I have something that I want to share with you and I believe that by the time you finish hearing this, you will never sit at the table in a group setting or with your friends or even just in an intimate setting with just you or another individual. You'll never sit at that table the same way. And you may be a little bit more quiet after I share this with you. I'm so excited about this particular uh, subject because I was just uh, thinking one day and I was just thinking about just sitting at a table. And how you always have, you know, different individuals sitting at the table. So you always have that one person that's at the table that's always loud. (laughs) They're always blurting out everything. They're always making jokes. They're always the life of the party. They always have or have a way of getting all of the attention from everyone. They want to grab the attention of everyone. The loudest person at the table may be the one that's at the table that could either be the comedian of the table Or you can go to the next extreme. They're going through something that they're hiding and their loudness or the jokes is a overly way of compensating for what's actually going on on the inside of them. Sometimes that very well could be what it is. I'm not saying that's always the case, but psychologically, when a person is always loud and they're always wanting to be the center of attention, they need something and it's a desperate cry out for help and they just don't know how to say hey I need your help or hey I'm going through a hard time or I'm going through a heartbreak or I'm having a financial issue or I'm having a mental breakdown in some type of capacity or I feel like I'm losing my sanity or you know sometimes they may be hiding an insecurity or it may be something that they're that's going on at home so the person that's always loud at the table don't always think that it's always about getting attention because they're trying to get some type of personal gain more as it is something could be going on internally it's an internal conflict and they just don't know how to come out and just to be vulnerable and how to say it because a lot of people when you tell them things and when you're going through things you don't know how they're going to take it you don't know how they're going to digest it and process it you don't even know if you can actually trust them with your information so sometimes that could be it it's not always the case then you just have some people that are just loud they're just funny they're just like the party they just like to have fun that could be it too so i mean you can look at it in so many different angles And then you always have that person at the table that they're trying to talk to everybody, but they're still paying attention to everybody. You ever had that one person at the table? where they're having a conversation but you just have a feeling that they're talking to an individual and they are in a one-to-one conversation but you could be having a conversation with someone at the same table and they're trying to listen to your conversation and they're trying to divert their attention between the two conversations because they're just nosy they just want to they just want to act like they're talking to someone else so that you're not paying attention to them actually eavesdropping on your conversation we all have that one person that sits at the table and do this and then you'll be like 
like, okay, so you don't think I see you looking at me or you don't think I know that you're eavesdropping or you don't think that I know that you're listening to what I'm saying. And even though they're in a conversation or they're participating in a conversation with someone else, they can tell you everything that you and that other person that you're talking to said, period. It happens. And then you have that person at the table that probably just don't even feel like talking. They like, you know what? I just come for the food. You know, they hee hee ha ha to what they think is funny. They're not listening. You know, they listening. They're not listening. They tune in. They're not tuned in. You know, they just not paying too much attention. And sometimes they pay attention, but they are in their plate. They just loving the food. They're not even here for the conversation. Like, I'm just trying to enjoy my food right now that, you know, I don't have time to be talking because my food is too good. I don't have time to talk to you. Okay. You can get up out my face because I'm trying to get in this plate. So then you have those individuals. And then you have this individual that I want to highlight. I want to highlight this individual more than anyone. Then you have the quiet person at the table that doesn't say anything at all. That's the person that we're going to talk about on this episode. Stay tuned. Hey, there you are because you're ready to hear about that quiet person at the table. Well, I'm going to say something to you about this quiet person at the table. And I know that you're ready for my perspective. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into it because I don't want to make you wait any longer. Okay, so when you're eating in a, in a group setting or you're eating uh, with your friends, your family, or you're at a event or you're at a special uh, dinner or it's a special occasion, it may be something that you have going on, like it may be a banquet for your job, church, work, or whatever the case may be, you always have that individual who is a good listener and they're at the table quiet and they're just a good listener and you're probably like why are they so distant why are they so quiet why are they not saying anything and that possibly can be because they are soaking everything in in that moment and they are in careful examination they're examining everybody at the table they're examining the conversation they're examining your words they're examining your body language they're watching your interaction with everyone they're watching your interaction or how you respond to them they are watching their environment they're just people watching and you learn a lot by people watching okay this individual who learns this is the individual who learns the most because they understand that when you are quiet that you're able to hear a whole lot and they are a type of person who does not miss the opportunity of observation examination observation the same thing they don't miss the opportunity to observe the environment that they're in or the people that they are around and the reason why because this individual the quiet person they want to know who's sitting at the table with them because they also want to also be quiet and be in careful examination and observation because this individual understands that when people talk, they tell you who they are because the words that come out of your mouth, the words that you're speaking, that is is exactly what is hidden in your heart. You don't know what's in someone's heart until they start talking. If you want to hear someone's heart, listen to what they say. Okay, the quiet person at the table knows a lot and most likely this individual is underestimated because you will never know how wise they are, how smart they are, how well informed that they are because they don't feel a need to prove to you or let you know what they know. You will be surprised that this very person may know extremely a lot, but because they're quiet, because they don't want you to know everything that they know. They want to conceal. They they understand the importance of concealment. Sometimes you have to play dumb. I know that sounds crazy, and I learned this from someone. A, a guy told me this before. An older guy told me this before, and he said, if you want to know something, play dumb. 
If you want to know something, act like you don't know anything at all. That's exactly what I'm saying. This individual understands that when you speak all of your mind, fools speak all of their mind. A smart person will not speak everything that is on their mind. Fools do that. Remember that. The quiet person at the table is wise and fully comprehend that everyone sitting at the table can't hold a secret. They are careful of what personal information that they choose to expose. They know that everyone cannot handle the information that they hear. And the reason why they cannot carry it, the reason why they cannot handle it is because they have a leak and the leak is in their mouth. The, the, the hole that is on their face that is their mouth is not the only hole that they have. They have a hole when it comes to holding secrets. You ever seen a bag of sugar or you have a bag of coconut flour, or you have a bag of flour or you have a bag of any substance or rice or any substance and you have a hole in it and it, it, it could be a small hole it could be a big hole it could be a medium-sized hole no matter the size of the hole guess what's going to come out whatever the substance is that's in that bag is going to spill out and that's the same way that certain individuals are they have a hole in them where they spill out a little bit of information or they may spill out a whole lot of information but they just cannot keep a secret because they don't understand that they are foolish and they speak with all things the quiet person at the table that everyone is not the quiet person at the table excuse me understands that everyone is not meant to be in close proximity of their life everyone is not able or capable or have the capacity to actually take care of your heart the same way that they that you would take care of their heart Everyone doesn't deserve the privilege enough to get close to you or close enough to your heart. And it's not because a quiet person doesn't love. It's not because a quiet person doesn't want to open up. It's not because a quiet person doesn't want to share intimacy, um, don't want to be emotionally available, but they understand that sometimes you can be emotionally available to a person that will disregard it or they may not be careful to take care of your emotional availability everybody is not ready to be emotional available to you so a wise person understands this and usually a quiet person has a lot of wisdom so that's why i said that also the quiet person is not always shy sometimes we are under the impression that quiet people are shy people that's not always necessarily so uh you know, they, they are not shy per se, but sometimes the shyness that you think that they are is not, is being uh, misinterpreted. It's not the shy that you think it is. The shy that they are is they're shying away from what may possibly disturb their peace and their sanity because they had to fight so hard to get to this place of peace. They had to fight so hard to get to this place of sanity mentally because they have allowed people to get into their space that's did, that did anything but protected their peace and sanity. They always did everything to disturb it, okay? And when you fight hard... And when you work hard to get to a certain place in your life, 
you protect it, you take care of it, and you're not going to do anything or you're not going to allow anyone or you're not going to allow yourself to get into certain situations or you're not going to allow other people to get into situations with you that may compromise uh, what you've worked so hard for because you understand the process and you understand the dedication that it took and you understand that it's hard work and once you get to a place where you want to be, you understand all of the time that you invested and there's no way in the world that you're going to allow any force, whether it be yourself be the force or an outside force, be someone else or the circumstances that may surround the situation. You're not going to allow that to flow into what you work so hard for because you want to make sure that you actually protect it. And that's what we do when we get to a place of peace. If you ever been a person that has had your heart broken, if you ever been in a relationship that did not work out, if you ever been in a situation where you lost a job and you finally got a good job, you understand the importance of, I have to keep this, I have to work hard because what I have, it has a lot of value. It has a lot of worth. You know, many people who do not understand worth, they do not understand value. They do not take care of something the same way that a person that understands the importance of worth and value. When they understand the value that has been placed in their heart, the value that has been placed in them as a person, um, the character that they hold. And they understand that it's my duty, it's my responsibility, it's my job to protect my heart, to protect my mind, it's my job whether or not. Or is my responsibility or whether or not that I allow you to come into my personal circumference, my circle. And so, you know, we blame people for when we get hurt. We blame people for when they disappoint us. But a lot of those people wouldn't been able to hurt us or they wouldn't been able to disappoint us if we would have listened, if we would have paid attention to their character, if we would have paid attention to the things that they were saying. If you are getting to know someone in a friendship or if you're getting to know someone because you're trying to go further in a relationship, you know, you are collecting data. I like to say uh, dating is collecting data or if you want to say courtship is a way of collecting their conduct. It's a way of collecting uh, information on their conduct, their character, their personality, their beliefs, their family background, their background. It gives you an opportunity to collect information on that person. And sometimes we're so busy in wanting to talk that we don't take enough time to listen. And if you listen, you will hear the character of that individual. You will hear the heart of that person. You will know what's on that individual mind um, but you just don't take enough time to listen and sometimes we get so caught up in the moment in our emotions that we allow our emotions or we allow, we allow the moment to overshadow what we're supposed to be learning from that conversation uh, I'm going to kind of step off a little bit and get off subject a little bit and I'm going to get back to the table but I think this is very very relevant um, to what I just said, you know, we're in an age now where it's a lot of things of convenience. You know, we do sit at the table with one another. We do have those face-to-face -face conversations. You know, sometimes we do have those phone conversations, but because technology is so advanced, we have texting. Okay. And so it makes it convenient to have a conversation. You can't get to know someone in a text. You know, there is a need to get at the table. There is a need to have a face-to-face -face conversation. There is a need to have a FaceTime. There is a need to talk on the phone. There is a need that you uh, that you must meet in order 
to collect this information. You can make an observation of the way their grammar is or the way they word things or you get to learn their texting style or you get to learn their personality a little bit because you get to see the emojis they like to use or, you know, you get you get to see a little bit about them. Uh, but text limits what you get to learn about a person. Text limits uh what you can observe about a person texts do not help you to observe and text does not help you to collect data on a person so i just want to say with this technology don't allow texting to replace sitting at a table having a conversation or going out to eat or and and breaking bread with someone um you know and even when you go to the table and you're breaking bread with these individuals that's very intimate there's nothing more intimate than having a conversation and breaking bread that is very intimate there's a lot of symbolism in that but anyways uh, so let's go ahead and get back. So I just want to say, let's get back to the subject. Excuse me. So don't always judge the quiet person at the table, antisocial, distant, uninterested. They don't want to like me. They don't want to hear anything I got to say. Or they're not trying to pay me any attention or whatever the case may be. Whatever you may feel about the quiet person at the table. I don't know. Or maybe you don't feel that at all. Maybe you might just be like, you know what? That's just who they are. I just accept their quietness. I don't know. But sometimes they have been through so much that they just want to be careful of who they let at their dinner table for two. Meaning they want to be careful if you are a person that they can actually allow to come into their personal space, to come into their life. You know, when you listen to people, you pretty much know what you can say to them and what you cannot say to them. If you are sitting at the table and you hear them and you hear an individual telling everyone else's business that's not even at the table with you all, these individuals are not even present. And they're talking about people who are not even present, uh, then you can guarantee you when they're sitting at the table, with someone else and when you're not present then all of your business all of your your details all of your secrets all of your information all your personal intimate life is being shared is being told the same way so a quiet person that's sitting at the table and they see someone gossiping at the table about someone that's not even in y'all presence and that's not even able to tell their side of the story. They're not even able to defend themselves and they're not even able to share their perspective of what has happened. You can guarantee when you're not around, they'll do the same thing to you. So when a quiet person observes this, they're going to say, uh-uh, I can't have this person in my life because I know if they're doing that to them, I already know that's what they're going to do to me. When you see someone at the table that is not paying attention to the gossip or you see a person at the table that's not engaging in it and you can see that they clearly don't want to have that type of conversation because they're the type of person hey they're not here i don't want to hear it i don't want to talk about it they're not here to tell their side of the story i just don't want to hear it i don't want to be able to, i don't want to be a part of it i i just don't want to be in that then you know that's a person that you most likely feel like you would be able to trust just from that particular moment but you're still going to have to observe them a little bit more just to see is it are they just saying that because that's a person that they like or are they just saying that because they don't want what they say to get back to the person that they're talking about see and you'll learn that too see an acquired person is going to make that that uh that determination when they continue to listen to you a little bit more and they're going to watch you deny the gossip about that one person and then the next time they gossip about somebody else they're going to watch to see if you deny that you reject that you resist 
when they talk about everyone. If they if they only reject you talking about certain people, then it's a reason. But if you see them rejecting gossip about everyone, then you can say, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. This is somebody that I may want to get to know. So, you know, I may have a little bit more conversation with this person. You know, slowly but surely, I'll get acquainted with this person. That's why people are quiet at the table. That's why people want to observe. That's why people want to examine. And I want to be honest with you. We need to listen more Talk less, talk when we need to, listen when we need to, understand when we need to. Let's not judge when we don't need to. And I hope that this has really created, um, you know, some inspiration or some different perspective. And I think that you may even yourself, not saying that you will take away from your sociability or you may take away from your personality, but I think that we'll be more careful and mindful of just being a little bit more quiet and actively listening and doing more observing and more examining than we do talking. And then we'll understand that in that I will learn what I need to know. And in that I will be able to determine who I should allow in my life and who I should not, you know, should not allow, you know, in my space, because I believe that we all deserve people in our lives that we can be transparent with, that we can be vulnerable with, that we can be honest with, that we can trust. I believe that we should all have someone that when we need someone to talk to or when we're going through something that we can go to you and that they can come to you. Not that you can always, not that they always have to be that person. You also want to be the person that someone can trust. You know, when someone is, you know, telling you information or telling you things about them that are intimate, that they would not normally tell anyone else. And I always say this, they should not have to tell you. Don't tell anyone this. You should automatically know that when I'm talking to you and when you are talking to me, this is intimate. This is between you and this is between me. And this goes nowhere because that's how you build trust. That's how you build love. And if you want to build love in your life, be a person that people can trust. Because there is where there is no trust, I can honestly say there will be no love. And then we'll talk about that another time because I have held you longer than I expected to. But I have enjoyed talking about the quiet person at the table I've enjoyed talking about this because everyone can relate to this. Everyone that listens to this can relate to this. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for all of the feedback. Thank you for all of the information. for all of the positive messages that you give me. Thank you for sharing my podcast or sharing a post in your Instagram stories. You all know who you are. Thank you so much for just taking the time out of your day when you could have actually been doing something else, but you took your time out of your day to actually listen to me. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, do you know what that means to me? 
like people are still listening to me. I've been doing this um, for all of you that are new and just listening in and don't know me. Let me tell you, I've been doing this for three years now. And for me to still have the love of podcasting, just like from the first day that I started, I still love doing this. Just like the first time I ever did my first episode and I started on Podbean, okay? I started on Podbean and I still love it and I still love what I do and to still be inspired because I'm a walking, talking, living inspiration. I live in inspiration. So just to be able to continue to keep that dedication and commitment and consistency is amazing. I'm not saying that I have always, you know, stay consistent with the schedule that I've made for the podcast. Cause at one point I would say, okay, we're gonna come on here Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. And I didn't keep a hold to it because life happens or you have things that you have to do and you have to maneuver and you know with my job my schedule is forever changing and so I have to always readjust adjust and align and all that stuff like that but even with that being said I haven't always committed to the time but I never stopped I never stopped doing this because I believe that I can always say something that can help you I can always pour something into you that no one can ever take away from you. Once someone gives you information or once someone inspires you or once somebody share wisdom to, uh, you know, to you and with you and they give that to you and it, and it, is something that you can hold on to. That's something that no one can ever take away from you. When you have something that you can just applicate to your life, that's something that no one ever can take away from you. And I feel like, It's just so amazing just to see how you all are so supportive of me. And even with my goal of inspiring you and me pouring whatever it is that I want to pour into your cup. And, you know, when you pour into someone else's cup, you know, your cup becomes that more empty. But what I give to you, you all give it back to me. So you refill my cup. Oh my gosh, I just like how I said that. <laughs> but you all refill my cup because what I'm what my intentions of giving you is exactly what you give back to me. And that's amazing. So I thank you. I thank all of you that, you know, give me DMs, send me DMs and you'll say, "Hey, I like what you said here. It helped me." Or, "Hey, I was going through this situation." Thank you for sharing that or, you know, just sharing my post um, in your story or just sharing anything about the podcast or about my post in your story, because what you're doing, you are showing other people, hey, look, this is a podcast is available for you to listen to. You know, you make other people aware of something that they may not know that exists. Everybody that you're following, it's not following me. Everybody that I'm following is not following you. You know what I mean? So you're allowing someone an opportunity to hear my podcast that never heard it. And that's a form of networking as well. So I thank you. And I want to be also of great support for you all as well. So for all of those individuals that are supporting me, I thank you so, so much. I want to let you know that I appreciate you for you to tell me that something that I've said is inspiring to you. 
Do you know that's my goal? And it's like, yes, but it doesn't make me get a big head. It makes me be more careful of the content that I put out. It makes me want to make sure that I'm not just putting things out just to put it out, just to say that I have something out. But I want to make sure that I'm giving you quality. I want to make sure that I'm giving you transparency. I want to make sure that I'm giving you honesty. I want to make sure that I'm giving you something that is real. You know, I want to be able to be myself and I'm going to be myself. So when I'm on here, this is how I talk. This is me. You know, you may not get to know me in a capacity where someone personally knows me, but I want to, I want you to feel like as if we're sitting at the table, you understand? And we're having a conversation. I want it to be that real. That's exactly why I don't edit if I mess up a word, (laughs) because in real life, if you're sitting at the table, there's no edit button. When you mess up a word, there's no edit button. If you make a stammer or a stutter, there's no edit button. So it's just like us having a real conversation. I think that we're, we are living in a time where we want everything to be so perfect and without flaw. And and that's superficial. Okay. I'm not saying be a perfectionist. I'm not saying strive for perfection because I believe That sometimes good and being great is not enough because we are supposed to strive for perfection, even though, you know, without going here, you know, humanly in, in, how can I say this humanly, we may not be able to get there, but if you have something on the inside of you, that is perfect. You are perfect. So I, if you know, then you know, reading between lines, I believe in perfection. I believe us being perfect because what I believe in, my spiritual belief said that I am perfect and I believe in that. But what I'm saying is we believe in superficial perfection. We believe in, you know, the, the type of perfection that is going to be without flaw. No, the greatest masterpiece that you will ever find has a crack in it. And why it has a crack in it? Because that crack tells a story. That crack makes that masterpiece unique. So that mistake makes what you do unique sometimes. So that's why I don't edit it. You know, you can be on the phone, you know, on a, on a conversation or you could be in a conversation on the phone and you could be talking to a friend and, you know, you mess up a word and y'all laugh about it. And it's just the funniest thing ever to y'all. You'll be like, oh my gosh, how did you say the word like that? Oh, yeah. You know, and y'all just crack up about it. And those are the moments that makes your friendship fun. Those are the moments that make you all laugh. Those are the moments that you all get to share with each other laughter. And you get to share a joy. Laughter and joy is like life to you. It's like, baby, it's honey to you. It's so sweet, you know. So... I say all of that to say that I'm not unrealistic. I don't want to create something where it just got to sound so monotone and it got to sound so perfect because in real life, your conversation, I know that we want to make sure that what we put out there is professional and polished, but I'm going to be honest with you. This is what works for me. (laughs) It works for me. The mistake is the mistakes. It's the non edits for me. It's me. It was, it works for me. 
you know, and when y'all hear it, I know y'all hear it, but no one ever says anything about, oh my gosh, she said that word wrong, you know, or, oh my gosh, she, she's repeated that and she meant to say this. No, nobody ever does that. When you all come to me, you always say, you know what? That was a good episode. You inspired me. Da, da, da. Y'all take from it what you're supposed to take from it. And that's the whole purpose of Daily Inspiration with Jelly. I want to inspire you daily, even though I may not come on here daily, but you're able to press play, press play daily if you just come on here and go through the episodes that you haven't heard. Hint, hint, hint. Um, but anyways, <laughs> but those are the things that make it organic you know, we don't allow people to accept us for us. We want people to accept us. You always say, you know, you always hear people say, or you always say, or I always say, you know, I want somebody that's going to accept me for me, but we don't even accept us for us. The parts of us that we don't really like are the parts of us that we need to learn to love and learn to like. Or if there's a part of us that we need to change, we need to work on it. We need to change. But those are the parts that we need to expose to people too. But anyways, that's a whole nother subject there, Jelly. You're running out of your time here. But anyways, <laughs> so I just want to tell you in a nutshell, thank you. And I went on a whole tangent and you sat here and you listened to me and I was supposed to be appreciating you. And then I went, on, went into a whole nother conversation, but that's a whole nother story, a whole nother episode. Yeah. But I appreciate each and every one of you listening to me. Because you, yourself, you are my inspiration. Bye, y'all.